Hey, fabulous people. It is the fabulous Doris Birch, the founder of the Fat Factor. Many women are hiding. They are not willing to make the choice to let their old selves die. They are quitting on themselves, but to create space to step into their new fabu next level in order to begin showing up in every area of their lives, in order to find the woman you wish to become, a choice needs to be made. Ready to say yes to your soul and become the next level new fab you now? It's gonna take some inner determination and strength. But let me tell you, and allow me to be crystal clear here, it takes a lot of courage to release the old, step into your next level fabulousness of truth. When you can get real about who you are and say unapologetically, here is who I am. I think this way. I feel this way. I vibrate this way. I live on this sort of frequency and I show up this way. Do you see the shift here? Do you live the shift here? It's critical to do so if you're truly committed to having it all, a life fully by design and on your terms. In order to shift the old, become the real you, and finally break the pattern once and for all, why? Well, simply, there are still too few women who are giving themselves unapologetic permission to have a seat at the I want it all table. And there are fewer women who truly own and command their space. You make choices out of guilt or shame or blame. You compromise, you settle, you sacrifice. You continue to sabotage or destroy. This affects everything. Is it any wonder that you don't really let yourself dream that dream anymore? Never mind, act on it. How do I know all of this? Well, because I lived it. I've been that version and, and, it's, and it's just not who we were brought here to be. So I think this must change and it must change now. So what new Fab U is all about is letting go of the old, the distorted, the shadow you, who you thought you had to be. New fab you is simply that the old you must die to make room for the new fab you. So let me ask you if you've had enough of playing and you're ready to actually play life the way you know it's meant to be. Make the decision to say goodbye to the old. It's time to stop trying to create a new you around the same old people. Stop trying to create a new you around the same old thinking. Stop trying to create a new you around the same old habits. Stop trying to create a new you around the same old departure place. You just got to say yes. Well, you don't gotta. But you do if you want to change. To be who you really are meant to be. Then say yes. Yes to you. Yes to your soul. You got what it takes? Well, tell me what. So trust me when I tell you that it takes courage. It takes immense courage to be the real you. So enough, enough with hiding your light. 
enough with being less than, enough with trying to fit in, do it right, be professional, perfect, whatever that means. Enough with saying you're different but not showing it. And enough with being scared to sell yourself, sell your services. It's time to give yourself unapologetic permission to be you. Well, today, joining me on the new Fabu show is Tracy Lee Davis. So let's see what we're going to talk about today because, you know, we never know what these conversations are going to be. And welcome her to. Hello. <laughs> Good morning. How are you? I'm fabulous. How are you? <laughs> I'm I'm pretty fabulous myself. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, you are. So, oh my gosh. So, let's just talk about the moment when you discovered within yourself that there was a there was another version of you waiting to show up in the world. What was that like? Hmm. Well, you know, it, it's interesting in in my I've been in my current business for a little bit over five years. And in my previous career, I ran someone else's company. And I actually just I just celebrated the anniversary of getting the news that I was going to get laid off. And um, I, I was just so devastated by that because it was such a running that company was such a huge part of who I was. And I just didn't know what the future was going to hold, what it was going to look like, how it was going to feel. And it was just so um, overwhelming and scary. But then getting into my new life, <laughs> when when I made the decision to uh, take this new career venture and start my own business, it was so crazy how um, things weren't necessarily easy but the road became very clear and so it really it felt so right <laughs> once once i took that step to do that okay so what um even in that process and then even though with the road becoming clear um for you were there any anything that you knew you still had to shift because now this is your thing mm. this is not you running somebody else's thing this right. is your thing and there's some different components that come about i believe within ourselves when we do our thing versus when we've done somebody else's thing so what kind of thing showed up for you absolutely well it, it, <laughs> one of the um one of the components of this huge shift from my old career to my new is that I I was I was fairly well known in my industry circle from what I I did before you know people in the Bay Area knew of my company they'd heard my name before and then I was going into something completely new completely different from what I'd been doing before and so I, I went from thinking, you know, people know who I am to gosh, nobody knows who I am. I definitely had a big, um, a big case of imposter syndrome because like, why, why would anybody be uh, using me and my services when I'm, you know, I'm a nobody in this, this new arena for me. Um, so, so that journey, I think, was one of the biggest struggles that I had getting started because I was just like, well, why should people hire me? But then I realized, okay, 
I do know what I'm doing and I can help these people. So of course I'm going to have to do this because I, I want, I want my clients to succeed and I certainly want me to succeed. <laughs> so that was a, that was a big, uh, awareness that came to me that okay it doesn't matter that i'm not um you know this well-known name in what i do because i can make that happen i can i can get to where i was before and surpass that um because i know what i'm doing <laughs> yeah, yeah I love, I love. okay i hear an echo and is that on my end i might have screen up so let me close that um i like that you said you can get to that same level and, and really even surpass where you were when you were working for somebody else. But the beauty of, I think, when we're in our own thing, that it is our own thing and it is an extension of who we are, who we've decided to be and how we decide to show up. So now people get to really know and meet the real Tracy from this side of the, of the on the other side of the line, because now, you don't, everything is, is done to your standard. Everything is the way you want it to be. And if there are things you want to uh, improve, you get to make the decision and you get to implement it and you get to step into it. So I think it almost gives us a better opportunity when we have gotten really clear on who we are or who we want to be. And, as, and we're constantly evolving and constantly um, shifting every moment when we're doing our own thing or we have to be. Um, well, you don't have to be, I guess you could stay stagnant, but for those of us <laughs> choose to grow and expand, I think people really do get to get a better connection, feel for who we are and what we do um, in business because it's, it's we're, if you're a woman who's living in your truth, I think that shows up way more powerfully. And I honestly don't think when we're working for other people, um, maybe I'm wrong, but I just don't believe we're I, we're in our truth. Um, I certainly think that it's it's more complicated to be. There are more levels involved with that because when I worked for someone else, I had to make sure that I was um, handling things in a way that I knew he wanted them to be done, even if I maybe wanted to do it differently. And so, making sure that you're um, taking care of someone else's standards when they're not necessarily your standards can be pretty difficult. And so that was something that was really, when I got to the point with my business where I was able to tell a potential client, no, that's not something that I do. Oh, that was a very, uh, very powerful feeling moment, knowing that I don't have to just take any client who comes my way. I can work with the clients who I really want to work with, who really speak to me and my passions rather than I just need to have a client come in here and I'll do anything. <laughs> and so being able to, to shift that felt amazing. Oh my God, Tracy, that's, that right there is a huge thing to talk about because that really is I mean, I've got caught up in that in the beginning. I know a lot of other women have gotten caught up in that, or I know a lot of people who are still caught up in that and they just don't trust that you really can say in your own business who you want to work with and you yeah. can really trust that they will show up. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think that is the most powerful thing. So I love that you said that because I think this would be a good insight for anybody who listens in, at any point in time is that that is a real thing that you really can have your ideal divine right clients and you don't have to just be thinking there's a sense of lack and you know you got to take this money you got to bend over backwards and do these things that someone wants you to do and you don't want to do them you don't you're not right. aligned to it you might have done it in a previous life in another thing but in your thing you're like i don't want to do it <laughs> i think that is right. so great and that really gives yourself i mean you just gave yourself permission absolutely and you know i think that it was when I first started, I did say yes to anyone who was remotely interested in my services. And I think that that was really valuable too, because I learned what I was good at and I learned what I was not good at. <laughs> and so, you know, having all of these experiences that I was just like, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll say yes and I'll learn how to do it. Um, I think that was beneficial because of course it expanded my, my knowledge and, and my experience. Um, but in doing that, it really helped me narrow my focus because I tried all of these different things. I was able to say, okay, I'm good at this, I'm good at this, and I am pretty awful at that, which is okay. I, I don't have to be an expert in everything. Um, so having those early experiences of all of these different things made it really clear what I wanted to do and what I didn't want to do. Um, and yeah, just thinking back to that that first person who asked me about this one service that I used to do that I no longer offered, it's like, oh man, that felt good. <laughs> yeah, and I, I even think it even goes to the point of, even if there is something that you are sort of good at, it may just not be something you want to do anymore. Absolutely. And even give yourself that permission to like, you know, I like this, but there's somebody else who could do it um, in the world. It doesn't have to be me. And I think that's even a bigger um, hurdle to overcome. Because you can, it's easy to finally say, okay, I'm not really, this is not my thing. Um, so I'm going to stop that. But sometimes there are some things that are your thing and you decide not to do it because you just decide not to do it for whatever reason. And I think that's a harder one to come to terms because I think sometimes we, we do get those nudges where we're, where, we're, where we're directed to keep going in a new direction and we have to release something that we have loved. Right, right, yeah. That can be both a little bit scary and a bit liberating. <laughs> it is, it really is, it's both. It is scary and liberating because it requires a whole nother um, stepping into your truth of being who you want to be and, and being okay with saying, you know, it. there's, when you release things, even things you love or wanted to, or were, were good at, it really opens the door for whatever the next thing that's coming. Right. You needed to release that for this bigger thing that you are just dynamic at doing that will open up some bigger opportunities. And if you're holding on, I, you know, it just is those things where we just got one foot on one side and one foot on the other. We just right. don't want to release it. Like, oh my gosh, I mean, really? I think it's so exciting, this journey. I mean, one of the things I feel like is every day, I don't have the same day and I'm surely not the same woman I was yesterday. Thank goodness I keep expanding. <laughs> That's because it's a conscious thing. Um, right. Do you feel like that too? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I 
I'm hopefully, <laughs> ideally, I'm learning something new every day. And so that is then impacting how I move forward. You know, the decisions that I make and the um, the actions that I take are going to be based off of my past experiences. So hopefully <laughs> that's my that's my plan. <laughs> that's my ideal. <laughs> but you know, I, I, it's good you say that in that way to be like, because that could be insightful for anybody because I think that um, like one of the biggest things, for example, um, just one that maybe a lot of people could relate to in some way is that Sometimes as you keep growing and evolving, um, how have you handled when you, the whole money piece, you know, we women entrepreneurs making money, having money, spending money, investing and all that stuff. How has that, how has that looked for you where there were moments when, have you had moments when you, there's an up level or there's just a, bigger way you're supposed to show up in the world and you there's no evidence to support it at all and you really have to say <laughs> i don't know how i just jumped out of here um my connection cop uh blocked out so i missed the last like five seconds of what you were saying <laughs> it was just me looking at myself <laughs> no ten dollars so i was what was i saying who knows um <laughs> all right well who knows what i was saying basically i think i'm trying to go with like have you had those moments where there was no evidence to, to justify this bigger way for you to start thinking and being. And you had to make a choice that, I don't know if you've ever dealt with, you know, and, and I'm saying this word lack, and I don't mean it in a negative way, not really, because it's just a growth um, area, but you could be called to step up in a bigger way with money, um, where, or you could stay in a sense of this is where I'm going to go here, and it, it could be just a, it could be the energy of lack. Well, so what comes to mind with that? Um, I am. So I'm a, uh, a a constant contact certified solution provider, and uh, they constant contact used to have this really awesome program called the Authorized Local Expert Program, and so I was a member of of that. I was um, fortunate to be chosen to be on that team, and while I was on that team, I had the opportunity to do um, presentations and then get paid for them, and then also um, do training sessions for constant contact and get paid for those. Um, depending on how many people attended obviously and it was it, it was a very big um kind of wake-up call for me when they canceled that program because i was making a significant chunk of my income through that program and then all of a sudden it stopped and that was 
I mean, the the last month that I did that, I I made three thousand dollars that month, or over three thousand dollars doing that. And I I was planning on, oh, I'm going to get a new car, I'm going to do this. Like I had all of these plans for that extra income that was coming in through that program that all of a sudden was just gone. It's like, whoo, all right, well. I can't put all of my eggs in one basket. <laughs> and so that really made me realize that I needed to have a variety of different ways that I could bring in income so that it wasn't all just dependent on one thing. Um, and so that led me to find a variety of other uh, revenue streams that um, some panned out, some did not. <laughs> and that's fine because I, you know, I was testing things out and seeing if they worked and they didn't always work and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I, I also am dealing with the fact that I have Lyme disease. And so I don't have unlimited wells of energy and I can only do so much. <laughs> and um, so I needed to find creative ways to bring in more income without me working a whole bunch more. <laughs> you know, what could I do to maximize income without overtaxing myself physically? So that that has been a big um, uh, motivator of creativity <laughs> in finding these different things to do uh, so that I can I can have uh, so that if if something if one of my revenue streams dries up I still have other things to count on um, so I think that answers your question <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it actually does and it actually expands on it so I actually love what came out of that so here's how I put it in terms of that. One of the things that in, in this women, in this movement of women entrepreneurs, you, you find all kinds of women who are doing all kinds of sort of amazing things. And one of the things that sometimes you can get caught up in the trip is that you need to work hard. And that's the only word that's coming out of right, me. Right. But sometimes you have your Lyme disease, sometimes just whatever. There yeah. are things where some of us don't want to work hard. Um, and, and I focus on, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I heard this noise. I got these things up and I forgot to close some stuff. Um, <laughs> Is that you know I'm all on the energy, frequency, and vibration with women. It's all about who you're being, and that and you can you can live and work and and create a whole life through your energy, frequency, and frequency and vibration, and what you decide how you want to be. What I heard you say in my terms is that you looked at other ways and you just got the, got really aligned to the things that were going to assist you and support you. And you maintaining your health and your standards, but also being able to bring in money. And so it's just all aligned from the frequency and the vibration um, of what you needed to do. And you trust that those things, those income streams are going to work for you without you having to do this other stuff. And it still right. averages out. And I think that's powerful because you had you consciously intentionally put those things in place and it just goes to show 
you can still make money. You can still have income streams. You can still do whatever you need to do to support you in who you need to be, support your life, support your health and all that without you burning your adrenal, adrenal, whatever the word is. I can't say it right now. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, and, you know, the proverbial hustle. Right. Well, you know, and that was another uh, from day one, even before I had uh, Lyme disease. Uh, at my last career, it was a uh, it was in the pet care industry. And um, so the of the, the three different locations that I managed to, or oversaw, we had three three locations for this business and two of them were 24 hour a day facilities. So I was on call all day, every day. If there was an issue, people called me. And so when I got laid off from that job and I started this business that I have now, one of the things that I swore to myself from day one was that I am not going to be working 12, 13 hour days anymore. I'm not going to be working on the weekends. So when I leave my computer at the end of the day, I, I try to be done by five o'clock. I'm usually always done by six. Um, I, I don't answer my phone. I don't answer emails. I don't do any business after hours. I don't work on the weekends. Um, and that has been something that I have upheld for myself for the last um, almost five and a half years. Um, because I, I just, I worked so much <laughs> and, and I just wasn't willing to give up that much of my life anymore, even if it was my business, because I didn't have a very good work-life balance, um, if that's even a possibility. <laughs> I, I had a work, a work world. <laughs> I didn't have enough life in there. And so that was something really important to me from the get-go. And it has served me very well since getting sick um, because I already was in that mindset that the weekends are mine, that evenings are mine. And so I wasn't feeling like, oh gosh, I can't, I can't do all this stuff. It's like, no, I'm, I'm done. At the end of the day, five o'clock hits, I'm out. <laughs> That's, I, love it. I love that because, and, and you're still and, it, and then you're showing that it, that's possible. And I think yeah. that's insightful for a lot of women because it is, it is a, you know, it's a thin line <laughs> to cross, um, but it, it gets to be one, you know, and sometimes in the beginning, I mean, like you said, when you had the other career, you learn from that, you know, there are sometimes where we, we have to learn, we think that's the way or that way has been pushed upon us for whatever reason, but there, but then, to realize that, yeah, oh my gosh, you know what? I don't have to have a business like that. I can actually do this and I can still do the things I need to do. And I think that's cool. And I love that. I love that, love that, love that. Thanks. Yeah, and, and now that when, when I feel like, okay, I do need to do some extra work and I'm gonna spend some time on a Saturday or whatever, it's because I choose to do so, not because I have to do it. And that, um, I feel like that's a very empowering thing as well, that it's my choice to do it. And then if I don't do any work over the weekends, I don't feel bad about it at all. <laughs> I, I am able to relax and do sometimes absolutely nothing. And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's been a really good thing for me to have it in that mindset from day one. Oh, I love that. Okay, so you, you a little earlier, thank you 
I love the name of your company because it does not give any indication what you do. Zing Pop Social Media? <laughs> well, it says social media, but it doesn't say what form, how you sure. do sure. it. So I love that because it, it leaves the element of, oh my gosh, how does she do it? So right. who working, being a constant contact um, provider, solution, provider, solution yeah. provider, who are your clients? Who do you work with? Well, so both with, so I do two main things. I do social media coaching and email marketing management. And um, so across the board, my customers are small business owners and mainly women, small business owners. Um, I will happily work with men, but what I have discovered is that um, uh, the men who have hired me in the past are all older than I am and they don't want to be told how to do stuff with their business by a younger woman. So fine. <laughs> I am delighted to work with uh, women entrepreneurs. Um, my sweet spot are sole proprietors or people who have really small staff. So they're not dealing with, um, you know, huge budgets and, and they generally are all trying to do it themselves as far as social media. So I'm coaching them on how to use the tools, how to come up with campaigns, how to be really effective and building audiences. And um, then with email marketing management, same thing. But uh, and I'm happy to coach people on how to do their own emails. But what I found is that even if I coach people on how to do their emails, they don't do it. <laughs> so I'm happy to take email marketing off of uh, people's plates because I love doing it. It's so much fun. <laughs> and so many people hate it. So hooray, it's perfect for me. <laughs> well, OK, it's hard to believe how 30 minutes already comes by so fast. But um. It's been absolutely fabulous to have you on the show. And you just have a beautiful spirit. I love it. I was like, you know, when I realized this, the day had already came from when we had our dot connect, whenever that was, I was like, gosh, the time should go by fast. Yeah, I, I remember when I booked this appointment, I was like, man, that's like two months away <laughs> and it just came up so quick. So, but thank you so much. This has been fun. And I, uh, I, I just enjoy talking with you. You're fabulous too. <laughs> well, thank you. Definitely own that. <laughs> okay, Tracy, we will love to have you again at some other point. We'll have you back on the show um, to see what new stuff is going on in your world. Um, and Let's see. I think that's a wrap. So everybody, this is this is the conclusion of the show. I'm the Fabulous Doris Birch. Remember, don't be invisible, be fabulous. Until we come back again, see you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>